we are here and we're really excited. Let's get on to our um, initial thoughts of episode six. Alan. <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> How about we'll start with Namir's initial thoughts? I thought it was great. I, I really did. I, I I think this might be my favorite episode this season. And it's it's all of it. It's the throwbacks, it's the meetings, you know, Jordy meeting with Picard. Jordy is so great. Um, all of it kind of connects and you know, I, I know we don't care about spoilers, right? No, we don't care. No, we don't care. Yeah, data is back at the end and the, the throwback to the uh, original episode. Uh, it's, it's so good. It was so great. I really enjoyed it. I think I, I almost, I think I may have almost teared up a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan, are you ready for your first thoughts? No, I really like this one too. Um, I probably didn't like it as much as I as I thought I would. I actually thought Namir was going to hate this one after I watched it because I'm like, he's going to think this is way too fan servicey. <laughs> But maybe he likes the next generation fan service versus Strange New Worlds. Um, but yeah, I uh, I had a good time. There's tons of great Easter eggs. My God, there's so many moments. It was it was almost too much. It was like an onslaught of nostalgia, which you know I had to watch it twice to to really take it all in. But uh, I had a really good time. It's uh, you know we're on it's it's super fast paced now, and you know it's just kind of a breakneck speed and trying to keep up with things. So. I, I almost wish they'd dial it back a little bit in the pacing now because that one felt like it was in overdrive. But I still had a really good time. Still, They're still doing a great job. And uh, yeah, I like what we're seeing. Uh, I think it's, all these episodes seem to be like interconnected one piece of a puzzle. So I'm enjoying the episodes individually, but I'm enjoying them because of part of this larger narrative. So when I'm going to give him, give this episode my rating at the end, of uh, this review, it's going to be based on how good this episode is, but it, and how it fits sort of in the because each in the larger narrative because each piece each episode is kind of adding a piece. It's like oh, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. You know, not just by itself. And um, yeah, there was a lot of fan service stuff, a lot of nostalgia. I love it. I mean, I like like you, Alan. I feel like it's a lot, but at the same time. Uh, I don't, I, I've been kind of waiting for it for 20 years. So it's like, you gotta like put it all in now. Yeah, it's great. I mean, how can, how else can you feel about it? I think Jordy, um, LeVar Burton is, you know, really great in this episode. Like he's, he's actually, you know, everybody's been really good, but LeVar Burton um, uh, really kind of brings home that he's not Jordy LaForge as we remember him anymore. He's Commodore LaForge, right? He he has a different relationship with Picard. You know, he's in charge of the the you know Federation Museum, which is I guess it's a it's, it's he's a big deal. You know, he's got these kids that he cares about, so he's not just like immediately falling in, falling in, in line with whatever crazy nonsense Picard wants wants to do, right? He pushes back. But no, I, I liked all of Jordy's reasoning and everything. Like I thought, it, it all it all rang true. It was great to see Jordy. I'm I'm actually kind of glad they kept him back. I know everybody's been like, "Where's Jordy? Where's Jordy?" But it's like it was nice that he had his own, you know, breathing space to 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 come into the show rather than just lumping him in with everybody else. 
And uh, yeah, it was it was nice that that there was not an immediate jump to help his old his old captain, but he had these responsibilities. He didn't want to get involved in all this, but now now he's he's uh, in the thick of the shit with the with the rest of them now. So it's all uh, it's all <laughs> boiling over at this point. But he's happy to be there. We knew that he wanted to be there, despite yeah, what deep he down said. Deep down inside. <laughs> LeVar Burton, I don't know if you've seen him in interviews, tends to whisper a lot, like he's saying something really wise all the time. You know, when, you see, when you see a needle, it's a thread at the end. You know, like something like that, and you're like, what? But, but, but Jordy, when he gets Tristan to Jordy, he becomes that character. And, and I was a little bit afraid that we were going to see the thing that happened with, with Patrick Stewart and Picard, like that blurring the line, but he really brought that Jordy back. I was like, Jordy's back. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's see if we can list all the Easter eggs. Tribbles. <laughs> the Genesis torpedo? I was wondering what that was. Is that what that was? Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. That's what it was. But, yeah, it, but I... it blew up. I don't understand how they would have it. It, was, it said Genesis 2, so it might have been like a second torpedo that didn't get launched. But it was yeah. from the Genesis Project, yeah. Kirk's body for yeah, some that reason? Was, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> I, why why do they have that? Why do they keep it? <laughs> why do they retrieve it? Uh, what else did we see there? Oh, there was Moriarty. The crow. I knew the crow right away. Oh, when I saw the crow, I automatically thought of Birthright. I'm like, this is from Data's dreaming. When he when his when Asun was forging the wings and all that. I was like, oh, we're getting to Data. We're getting to Data. <laughs> and then there were all the ships. There was the Bird of Prey from Star Trek IV. There was the Enterprise A. From the movies, um, what other ships? There was a there was a Voyager, Defiant. Defiant. What Voyager. about what about the new what about the New Jersey? What was that one? Was that, that just a throw, I throwaway? I didn't recognize the name, but I mean, obviously, it's. I felt like it was a joke, know, like because it, it was all Constitution class, and we're all like, "It's the Enterprise," and like, "Ah, it's in New Jersey." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's because the Jersey. That's because they got destroyed. <laughs> How would it be the Enterprise? <laughs> well, that's what I mean, but it was like it was like a psych. They were trying to make a joke or something. <laughs> I did feel like I liked the Mor Moriarty cameo, but I wish that they kind of kept a lid on that because I feel like that was like misdirection in the promos, making it think that he was going to be integral to the plot of the season, where it was just he was kind of just a security hollow. Yeah, I'm glad they did that because it didn't. It wouldn't have made sense to me if if Moriarty was the actual AI. Right? Yeah, like, I, almost I right. It. Almost. Oh, you were so close. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, Alan was right, and then I was like, oh, he's wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the closest I've ever come to being right in these predictions. <laughs> but so so when they're in that meeting with Picard. Uh, uh, Jordy's other daughter was like, "What about what's in Hangar 12? I mean, that's got to be their Enterprise. The E. Oh, the, the oh, Enterprise oh, E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangar 12. Like, shut up. Yeah, he's like, don't we don't talk about Hangar 12. <laughs> or maybe the saucer from the D. I don't know if they retrieved the saucer <laughs> when the they saucer. got Kirk's remains. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I I just don't understand why the Enterprise isn't in the show. I just want the Enterprise to be in the show so bad. I don't care, and especially if it was the D. If they just had the saucer left, that would be amazing. 
But I, I really like that scene at the end where where Data has all those multiple multiple versions of himself uh, inside his head, and he's kind of like you know, like Brett Spiner's always been a really great actor, and he kind of he plays it off really well, and you really get a sense of like those different characters. Like Lore sounds different from Data and and Lal, and you know he goes into Sung at, at some point, and they're all they all have their own voice. It was really great. Yeah, it was funny because I've never really seen him do that before. Like, the only thing, the closest to this is when he did all these different characters in Masks in the in the seventh season mm. of TNG. Um, but these were all, all characters that he had played over the course of the series. And it was so, you know, and, and of course the movies. And it was so interesting to see him do before. And I'm like, that's totally before. And then do lore. I'm like, that's totally lore, you know? Can I say why, why does why does Lore sound sinister when he doesn't have his emotions chip? I'm like, why why is Lore evil with his, his emotion chip? No, no, Shouldn't but he, he was always like Data? that. He didn't, no, no, hold on. He Lore was always sinister. He just stole Data's emotion chip, and then nothing really happened. Oh yeah, he didn't have it from the get go, did he? He got it like season four, didn't he? Yeah, he stole it from That's Data, right. and then he was the same. He, oh. just, he just said he felt gotcha. better. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, I thought, I, thought Lore, I thought Lore always had emotions. He does have emotions. That's what, that's what I'm saying. But then he oh, stole the emotion chip from Dr. Sung that Dr. Sung was going to give to Data. And uh, then and right. it, it kind of gave him like a little cocaine high. And he was like, ooh, it feels good. Okay, cut that know, out you, then. I, I just, I just no, shot myself go, in, in No, this is awesome. Here. I, I like when I'm right <laughs> and then Alan's wrong. My favorite part, which you already brought up, Namir, was the um, the whistling, and I just liked that it was Riker recognizing music notes, doing a call back to him being a musician and playing the trombone. And at first, I was a little bit like, "What is he doing?" And then it was it almost got to the point of being cheesy and like, Ugh. and before it kind of crash landed, it just became this beautiful moment of nostalgia, and we got widescreen TNG. And it was really awesome. And plus, we reviewed that episode. So it actually made me nostalgic for our review of that episode that we did a year ago. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. You know, it, it kind of made me feel like all those all those cringy moments from TNG when he's playing his, his, his what does he play? His trumpet? He's playing his trombone. His trombone. When he's playing his, his bone, you're like, oh, God, he's going to do that again. Oh, no. But now it's kind of worth it because you're like, oh, it paid off. You know, forty years later. <laughs> I liked when he played the trombone. I don't know what the ear problem is. No, I didn't. I thought it was like it was, you know, it was really bad. Nightbird. It really it, it's it. No, it's totally bad. Nightbird. Um, By the way, Amanda Palmer is amazing in this episode. She's her character oh, yeah. makes no sense. She's smoking a cigarette in space and, and talking <laughs> I like. Think she, I think she's smoking. I, I feel like she's smoking weed. Like it's it's like she rolled it herself. <laughs> or, or, or crack. Or crack. <laughs> okay, crack. Yeah. She acts more like a meth head than <laughs> crack yeah. head than, than somebody's mellowed we... out on weed. <laughs> and I thought the final twist was the reveal of that they were after Picard's body, which I was like, what? Huh? What? Why? Well, at first I thought it was going to be Kirk's body. I'm like, did they steal Kirk's body and go do something with Frontier Day with it? <laughs> which, which kind of makes more then, sense because they already introduced 
like Kirk's body as a thing. So why did she use Kirk's body if now it's Picard's body? It's just like two of the same thing kind of thing. You know what I mean? I thought it was kind of weird because when it comes into focus, when Data is like bringing that image into focus, there's like a shadow on the side of Picard's corpse's face as it comes into focus and it kind of made it look like Lacutus. Hmm. I don't know, maybe it's all in my head. Cutest. Oh, I told you. I told you. Look at Eagle Eye <laughs> Allen here. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see. It's gonna be Borg versus Parasites, and winner. Wow. Takes off. So I, can, I, I know it's not gonna be Parasites. I know it's not gonna be Borg. It's. Like, I'm telling you, it's gonna be Sela <laughs> behind the whole thing. She's gonna be the ultimate big bad by the end of this. That that's my new prediction. I think, well, I think we should do a different episode of trying to figure out all the things, any loose threads that are left and seeing if, if what, what else they're going to bring up. There's just too many. There's so many. But I think they're actually doing a really good job of wrapping things up, surprisingly. <laughs> I think Worf's going to bite it in this series. I think he's going to go, he's going to go and rescue Troy and Riker, and that's going to be his heroic, his heroic uh, feat, and he's going to die doing it. Well, how are we going to get uh, our our uh, our war series if he dies? Well, I I just think they've done so much warrior stuff with Worf. The only warrior thing he hasn't done is die heroically, and I think if anybody out of the cast is going to be written written off this time around, I think it's going to be Worf. He's going to go in a blaze of glory. I'm, I'm keeping us on track. This is what we want. Let's go. All right. So I'm going to give it an eight. Fantastic. Moving on. No, no. Just... <laughs> no, that's it. I'm going to give it an eight. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. I, I, I talked about why I liked it. I liked Jordy's character. I liked all the twists. I liked the throwback to TNG. That was a lot of fun. So solid eight. I'll concur. Again, uh, it, it was a little little faster paced than, than I wanted because, you know, there's so much to take in. But uh, I also give this an 8 out of 10. Um, there's a lot of good humor. Worf had all the best one-liners in this. We didn't really talk about that, but he had so many great one-liners. And uh, it was great to see everybody. everybody's back on screen now in person. And uh, there was lots of great heartwarming moments and good character moments and lots of hugs. I'll also give it an 8 out of 10. It's, again, pretty consistent with the last couple episodes. Like I said, it's a continuing narrative. It works um, because it's been supported by all the other episodes, but also because it builds on it and, and continues doing really cool stuff. And I really like the plot. And, and even though it's kind of sort of simplistic in the terms of like, it's, it's basically like kind of like a James Bond movie, which is, you know, I like James Bond movies, but it's like, they're going to do a thing at the parade. They're going to blow up the chancellor at the parade with the Picard's dead body, you know? And, and I just really love that scene. It was such a classic, like, um, in the middle of the episode, it was, a, it was a classic, like, the writers need to put everybody, like, get everybody on board of like, we need to get there at here. We're running out of time and we have these people chasing us and everybody's just laying out all the pieces. So we're like, uh-huh, okay, good. I'm not confused anymore. <laughs> okay, any other thoughts? Oh, we need something to end on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say though. Yeah, we can I, we can end on that. What I don't know what to say. 